It's time for USC Trojan Talk with Coach Harvey High. Brought to you by Terribles. Listen to the coach each week on KSHP AM 1400 and follow the coach on Twitter at Coach Harvey High. And now, here's Coach Harvey High. Well, thank you very much, and it's time to buckle up, huddle up, and ride along with us here with our USC Trojan Talk Show, live in Las Vegas every Thursday night. Brought to us by Terribles and Miller Coors, and in the Inland Empire every Saturday morning from 11 to 12 on AM 1400 or 1490. We welcome all of you. So buckle up out there and ride along with us weekly year-round. And again, uh, tonight, uh, USC Trojan Talk is our first 15 uh, minutes of our show is uh, basically uh, my 12-pack. We're doing the year. I'm going to give you the top 12 teams in the country every week as I see them. And uh, we're getting down now to the big football, first big football weekend of the year. Zero week, zero week has passed this, but uh, after tonight I'll have a new poll if you're a regular listener. But let me tell you what's been going on as far as during the offseason of me putting together through the publications of my own investigation of the top teams in the country and the way I do it, the number one team in the country, the team I'd least want to play this coming weekend. This segment, segment weekly is brought to us by Meadows Bank. Is your business ready to play in the big leagues? Meadows Bank can help you tackle the competition. Make your play and visit them today at MeadowsBank.com or call them at 471-BANK. That's 471-BANK, Meadows Bank consistently exceeding your expectations. Well, let's take a look at the 12-pack. It'll be probably a little bit different next week, but we got to start off with something as the football season gets started. The number one team in the country I have is Alabama. I think everybody has Alabama. Number one from the Southeastern Conference, 13-2 last year, and that just wasn't good enough for Nick Saban. He was runner-up for the national championship. That doesn't really work for him. They, uh, they'll be a favorite probably in all of their games. Uh, Bryce Young is back, the Heisman Trophy winner, so he's got a good... Uh, Good uh, start there with their quarterback, and uh, of course they've got a tough schedule. They're at Texas, at Arkansas, at Tennessee, at LSU, at Mississippi. I tell you, that's quite a challenge in the Southeastern Conference. If he can go through that uh, and stay number one, he's getting it done. Number two for the Big Ten, Ohio State. Everybody's raving about Ohio State. I saw them playing the Rose Bowl last year. They're talented with athletes. They've got so many athletes that you've got to put them number two. As far as returners, and of course, uh, when you have uh, C.J. Stroud, the quarterback, and Ryan Day uh, as the head football coach in a number of games that he's won at Ohio State, uh, I, I, I don't want to play them, okay? So I've got them number two, and I don't know if Notre Dame wants to play them, but they're going to be playing them uh, this Saturday in Columbus. So we'll find out just how good uh, Notre Dame is and really just how good Ohio State is. So uh, I've got uh, them number two. Number three, I've got Georgia, the Bulldogs, last year's national champion. I certainly don't want to play them either. Man, you could flip a coin among all these guys just about. They're 14-1 last year, national champion. Kirby Smart, he learned everything from Nick Saban, and he's a great recruiter and a great uh, coach. they got a, a winner, a name as far as a quarterback that if I asked you uh, probably, uh, and I wasn't talking about Georgia, you'd say, who is that? And that's... Uh, Stetson Bennett. He's a gamer. He wins football games, and that's why he's starting there, and that's why J.T. Daniels is now playing down at West Virginia because J.T. knew this guy was a winner and he wasn't going to get his opportunity unless he got hurt. He wanted to play his last season, so that's why he's down there. 
But they've got 10 starters returning, seven on offense and three on defense, but they're always loaded with talent. They'll be a favorite in all 12 of their games, even when they go to Notre Dame. Number four, Clemson, 10 and three, and that would, that isn't good enough for Dabble Sweeney. 10 and three is not good enough. 15 starters back. Now, when you have 15 starters back, uh, with his talent, you're 10 and three, you're going to be pretty good. So, uh, only, uh, four away games the entire season. They're at Notre Dame, it'll be a toughest, uh, as far as their toughest away game of the year. They've got to get better quarterback play, and I'm sure they'll do that. So, uh, number four, Clemson. Number five, Michigan, 12-2. and two. They really had a breakthrough season last year. 13 starters back. Jim Harbaugh's got it going again. Everybody's excited about Michigan football. They've got a great offensive line. And uh, I think that uh, this will be their year. Their first uh, four games are at home. That's quite an advantage when you have your first four games at home. And uh, they'll be favored probably in every single game except for Ohio State. Notre Dame, I've got them number six, and you knew uh, they'd be coming along here somewhere. Maybe I'm rated them too high, but I don't want to play them the first game of the year because they're going to be spirited with Marcus Freeman. They're going to be ready to go. They're 11-2. and two. they got 15 starters back. They'll just be fired up, and they've got the real challenge at Ohio State. They've got Clemson at home, and I think every other game other than that, they'll be a favorite. Number seven, yeah, I've got uh, Lincoln Riley's old home, which is Oklahoma from the Big 12. You know, they had a great season last year, 11-2, and two, and, and uh, you know, they're going to try to prove things that really they're not going to miss much with Lincoln gone. But uh, I think they will a little bit, but I still got them up there. Why? Because they've got so many players. They're going to try to prove it, and of course, Dylan Gabriels are going to be their quarterback, and he's a great, talented athlete, and they'll probably be a favorite in all of their games. They've got Texas on the 8th, October the 8th, and that'll be a great game, too. So, uh, number eight, I've got Texas A&M, not Texas. <clears throat> Excuse me, Texas A&M from the Southeastern Conference, 8-4 and four last year, but a great recruiting class. 11 starters back, uh, uh, they got a tough one. They're at Alabama on October the 8th. Arkansas, Auburn, they're all on the road. So we'll see what happens with this team. But they got too many players. I don't want to play them, and I don't know what to expect. Number nine, the Utes. Utah from the Pac-12, 10-4 and four last year, went to the Rose Bowl, almost got that victory over Ohio State. 14 starters back. And I tell you, they're a close-knit goop guys. Very physical, very physical, can run the football, got another gamer at quarterback, and Cameron Rising, I think, is really good. Kyle Winningham is a great coach, 28th season now at Utah. So I don't really want to play them, especially in the first game of the year. Number 10, North Carolina State from the ACC. A lot of people say, Coach, North Carolina or North Carolina State? I said North Carolina State. 17 starters back from a team that beat Clemson last year. So uh, I think they're pretty good. And I think that their quarterback, uh, Delvin Leary, is a great player. Uh, he's gonna, he did it last year, and I think he'll do it this year. He stayed. He didn't go to the NFL. And they're really well coached, and uh, I like them. So watch out, all you people. Don't overlook North Carolina State. Number 11, the Ducks uh, from the Pac-12. They've got quite a challenge uh, this week at Georgia. But they got 15 starters back, and they got a guy that knows about Georgia. Dan Lanning, their new head football coach, was the defensive coordinator at Georgia last year. So 
We'll see what happens there. Quarterback play is going to be the big question there. They're talented. They've got team speed, but what kind of quarterback player they're going to get. And uh, except for Georgia, they may be the favorite in every single game they play. Uh, they got Utah, so I'm not quite sure who will be the favorite in that game, but I don't want to play Oregon. And number 12, well, you're probably saying, well, who's the coach, coach want to play? Well, I don't want to play them. But they're from the Pac-12, that USC. They were 4-8 and eight last year. You'd say, man, you'd want to play USC. But now they've got a lot of changes going on there in Trojanville. They've got 15 starters back. Uh, Lincoln Riley, a guy that went 55-10 and 10 at Oklahoma, is now their head football coach. He got a lot of portal play people. Uh, I'll tell you what, this is a, a talented quarterback like Caleb Williams. You've got 12 players on the field on offense. So we'll see what happens. I think it all comes down to how they play on defense. I really believe that. If USC can stop people and give the ball to USC's offense, uh, they're going to have a great season. So that's my 12-pack. And as I said, probably next week that will be changed quite a bit because we'll be having a lot of football games this weekend. And as I mentioned earlier, you've got some of the top teams in the country playing each other, such as Ohio State, Notre Dame, Oregon, and Georgia. So uh, that poll will probably move around a bit. So, again, uh, let's take a timeout. But before we do that, I want to thank the person who sponsors uh, our 12-pack weekly, and that's Meadows Bank. Is your business ready to play in the big leagues? Meadows Bank can help you tackle the competition. Make your play and visit them today at MeadowsBank.com or call 471-BANK. That's 471-BANK. Meadows Bank consistently exceeding your expectations. Our guest tonight on USC Trojan Talk, Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet. We'll, we'll welcome Bruce in a moment here. We'll talk about USC football, what he thinks about USC football, the portal players, where he would pick them, and all of the above. Again, if you're in the Inland Empire on Saturday morning, we welcome you on AM 1490 on your dial year-round. And in Las Vegas, USC Trojan Talk is brought to you by Terribles and Miller Coors. Buckle up, everyone, and fight on. I'll be right back with Bruce Marshall. I'm Harvey Hyde. years, Terribles has created deliberately different programs for our loyal customers, such as Gas for Life, Game Day Giveaway, and many more. And now, Terribles is excited to introduce the all-new Shop, Spin, and Win game, exclusively on the Terribles Social House app. Just scan your app reward code while making a qualifying purchase at any participating Terribles location and Shop, Spin, and Win directly from your phone. Looks like I'm going to see you at Terribles, right? Terribles. Deliberately different since 1959. Are you ready for football? At Walker Furniture, we have all you need to make your home ready for game day. Your family and friends can watch the game in style with comfortable man-sized recliners starting at $3.99, motion sofas from $7.99, entertainment centers, and so much more. It's fall. It's football. And Walker has it all. Shop Walker's two superstore locations for the largest selection and the lowest prices in town. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones Jr., and I'm proud to be a Trojan. There's nothing like the winning tradition of the Cardinal and Gold, and I believe those same high standards of discipline, hard work, and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. 
Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. The Rose Bowl Legacy Foundation preserves, protects, and enhances the future of the Rose Bowl Stadium as a national historic landmark. America's Stadium has hosted two Olympic Games, with a third one coming in 2028, two World Cup Finals, five Super Bowls, and the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl since 1923. It is the epic center of college football and is the most iconic stadium in the world. To learn more about how you can support the Rose Bowl Stadium as it turns 100 years young, visit www.inspire, which spells inspire2022.org. Something really special and new. Floyd's 99 haircuts, colors, and straight razor shaves. Where at? Well, Southwest Las Vegas at the 215 and South Rainbow. Yes, you can have all of it in one show. Each cut comes with a hot lather, neck shave, and shoulder massage. Classic barber-style services in a family-friendly environment, perfect for mom or dad and the kids. Full color bar and salon services as well. Floyd 99 cuts and colors. Expert service, amplified experience. Go to floyd99.com for location information. That's floyd99.com for location information. Big Dogs Brewing Company is proud to be Las Vegas' original hometown brewery since 1993. Our handcrafted beers are brewed fresh daily at Big Dogs Draft House by our team of award-winning brewers. Big Dogs Brews are now available in cans at major retailers like Lee's Discount Liquor, Total Wine & More, Whole Foods Markets, Smith's, Albertsons, Terrible Stations, and more. Big Dogs beers are available on draft at select restaurants and bars around Las Vegas. Ask for Big Dogs Brews by name. Visit us at BigDogsBrews.com to track down our local, award-winning, handcrafted brews or stop by Big Dogs Draft House to sample a full range of our classic seasonal and specialty ales. Drink fresh, drink local, drink Big Dogs. Well, welcome back to USC Trojan Talk. I'm Harvey Hyde. Huddle up and buckle up and ride along with us every Thursday evening here. Brought to us by Terrible Herbs and Miller Coors. And in the Inland Empire on Saturday morning, we welcome all of you listening on AM 1490 on your dial. Year-round, USC Trojan Talk. Our next segment is brought to us by Mercedes-Benz of Henderson. Proud sponsors of USC Trojan Talk. Contact the general manager himself, Jim Chasen, for any information regarding used or new cars. Give him a call at 702-485-3000. That's 702-485-3000. Or go to www.mbofanderson. Joining us now is a longtime friend and a friend that knows college football and knows a lot about a lot of sports. But we're emphasizing college football with the college football really Starting this weekend, zero week was last weekend, but college football really kicks off this weekend. Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet. Bruce, good evening to you and good morning to you in the Inland Empire. How you doing, my man? Well, pretty good, Coach. Seems like they were just doing this a few weeks ago. These years go by faster and faster all the time, don't they? 
They really do. The seasons seem to be really uh, bunching up on us. Maybe that's our age. Maybe it's because we can't wait for it. Whatever it is, we've got it coming this weekend. It'll be a lot of fun. Bruce, before we get started too far into the show, and I don't want to forget to do this, I want you to give a little bit of a history of the gold sheet itself and what your position is and how long you've been around. Oh, my goodness. Uh, going back a long way. Gold sheet started in 1957, founded by Mort Olshan. Uh, in Los Angeles, but the roots go back further. Mort, of course, Mort grew up in Buffalo, then he went to Minneapolis where he worked for Leo Hirschfield, who was the old uh, Wizard of Odds for football, and uh, this is around late 40s, early 50s, and that's when the, the point spread used to originate from Minneapolis, and the old Minneapolis Green Line, and Mort worked for Hirschfield and decided uh, late 50s, went out and moved out to the coast, and began the gold sheet in 1957. So it started then. I joined in 81, um, right out of Long Beach State. And uh, uh, so I started there a long uh, time ago. So I worked under Mort, sort of learned the business from him and the guys. And uh, here we are, what are we, 20, losing track of the years, 2022 now. Gosh, what's that, 41 years ago, I guess I started, Coach. Um, and... Uh, so that's, uh, you know, I've been there ever since. Do we do a lot of stuff at the uh, Gold Sheet? And uh, it's an online publication now. Uh, it used to be, of course, the print version, but uh, things change. And, uh, you know, margins get tighter and printing costs and all that. But people read online now anyway, so that's how we do it. And it's well, easy to read online. Job. And, Bruce, you do a great job at what you do. That's why we're having you on, and that's why I like to talk with you. But you normally go to every media day around the country, and you travel, and you talk to coaches continuously, and you come out with your weekly odds. So you know about college football. The first thing I want to talk to you about, of course, this is USC Trojan Talk, so it's got to be about the Trojans. How about USC now with Lincoln Riley there? How, in your view of everything, with the portal and the players and everything, what's happened at USC, how do you – as a gold sheet publisher and person that does odds every day on all the teams in the country, how do you visualize and look at USC? Uh, it's a it's a very exciting period. Um, although I I might be inclined to pump the brakes a little bit right at the outset. Although uh, Riley was a really bold hire by Mike Bond, and that kind of came out of the blue there coach because they weren't talking about Riley as much uh, last season and that took the people by Oklahoma at Oklahoma by surprise uh, but he is as avant-garde as you can get right now and uh, uh, he has brought part of his staff including his coordinator on the defensive side Alex Grinch very progressive offense and of course through the portal and brought transfers in including Caleb Williams and the quarterback and Jordan Addison the receiver from Pitt came in a little later plus several others along the way I think they're in position uh, with the uh, changes going on, as far as SC is concerned, the future move into the Big Ten, which I fully understand from a financial point of view, and uh, uh, the the uh, transfer portal, the way they're going to be able to attract people, and the NIL, where they're going to be right among the top schools being able to compete in the NIL. But at the outset, I mean, there's a lot of new people on this team right off the bat. This team, the 2022 team. And so we will see. I mean, it's, it's, and the SC's not going to be the only team doing that this year. There's a lot of teams with just a, a complete turnover of personnel. And the danger with SC this year, I think, is to assume that this is actually like, you know, where Oklahoma was at the end of last year. And it probably isn't. Now, maybe it will get really good before the end of the year, but I mean, they've got to bring a lot of things in here really quick 
new faces. It's almost like an expansion team uh, coming together, although a high-profile expansion team with high-profile recruits. So it wouldn't surprise me if they had a little bit of a bumpier road than some people think this year, but uh, for the next few years, looking ahead, uh, they have a very exciting guy in charge here and the right guy, I think, to uh, get back up uh, where they belong. As you forecast this team, uh, there's always an over and under number and so on. As you looking at USC as someone who does these type of forecasting and predictions and so on, how do you look at USC as far as this year's uh, season overall record? Well, their over-under uh, win total is 9.5, which I think is a little aggressive. I think, they, I think nine, eight or 9 would be a good season. They could get more than that, but I'm not going to recommend an over for SC. It would probably be an under, if anything, just because of the dynamics involved. Let's not forget, last year, and again, I know there's a lot of new, new faces this year, but, uh, Coach, I've been a uh, long time, back to the early 60s with SC, and I maintain that was the worst SC team I ever saw last year. I know Larry Smith had a team with the worst record in 91. That team wasn't all that bad, though. They played some really good teams close, lost a lot of close games that year. Um, I never saw an SC team get bullied around like last year was. Defensively, we saw what Oregon State did to them, what Stanford did to them, what Utah did to them, what UCLA did to them. My goodness, my goodness. I mean, it was a bad team. They were poor on defense last year. Um, so I know they've got a lot of new faces there and a new coordinator with Alex Grinch, but uh, that's where they're starting from. And that concerns me if I'm an SC fan uh, because that was just I, – I just don't know that that gets completely erased. Uh, they're going to have to shore up with the defensive side. I mean, they were pretty progressive offensively last year. I think they'll be better this year, and I think Williams will probably be better than the quarterbacks they had. But remember, Jackson Dart was very highly touted, so was Slovis coming into last year, and that just didn't work, and they, they became imbalanced too quickly. So the, the recipe just stopped working for Helton. But um, So I don't – the short term, I think it's going to be a little bumpy, and maybe not against Rice this week, but, um, uh, you know, Fresno in two weeks, that's – going to be more of a litmus test, I think, where they are. If they come out of September unbeaten, maybe they will clear nine and a half wins, but something tells me they're going to slip a few times along the way. As you look at this schedule, what teams concern you when you say nine and a half? To me, when I say, when I look at the number nine and a half, I say, well, who is the third team that's going to be the dangerous team? Now, obviously, there's Utah and Notre Dame on their schedule, but who's that third team that they might overlook and get beat by as far as you looking at it. Well, remember, a lot of these teams they play on the road this year are teams they lost to um, in the Coliseum last year. Um, you know, they've got to go uh, to Oregon State. Oregon State bullied them around a lot last year. Uh, they've got to go up there on September 24th. They've got to go to Utah. You know about that. Uh, they got to go to UCLA. They got their doors blown off by UCLA last year. They've got to go to the Rose Bowl. Notre Dame. Um, and uh, that's at home. Um, Fresno is going to be very difficult. Listen, they lost a the game. They got bullied around by Stanford last year, too. I don't think Stanford's that good, but uh, we're not. Let's see SC first before we think they're going to go up to Stanford and, and roll them. And then there's some other teams that could surprise. Washington State could be sticky. I think Cal could be much better this year uh, than they have been in recent years. So I see a lot of potential slips. I, I mean, right now, will they. I mean, potentially they could be favored in every game. You look at it right now, but there'll be a lot of them close in there. I'd say right now maybe the Utah game, you'd project they wouldn't be favored, maybe not Notre Dame, maybe not UCLA. Um, 
So I, I think there's there's some there's some uh, slips here. The only really easy ones I see probably Rice, and I would think Arizona and Colorado. I'd hard pressed to think any of those teams could challenge SC. Maybe throw Stanford in there too, but uh, otherwise, I mean, it's not that easy a schedule. Now, when you take a look at the Pac-12 overall, you look at it and you say, you mentioned some of the teams that uh, on their schedule that could challenge them. How about in the Pac-12 itself, the strength of the Pac-12? We've got to talk about the Pac-12 because of all the controversy that's been going on, the breaking up of the Pac-12, which doesn't happen until two years from now. But when you look around the Pac-12, is the Pac-12 better? We're going to find out, of course, this weekend when, of course, Oregon's going to be down at Georgia and Utah's going to be at Florida. But when you look at it as a guy that analyzes every week and every game, how do you look at the Pac-12, especially with all this stuff going on? Well, in the next two years, you're right. I mean, it could certainly change, and we'll see how it looks in two years after SC and UCLA leave. Um and what what goes on then? But I think the fact they've brought in uh, Lincoln Riley uh, is a big plus for SC, which I think it's sort of important for the league. As long as SC is in the league, it's sort of important for SC to be uh, a prominent there. But there's a couple of other new coaches we want to watch here. Uh, Washington brought in Kalen DeBoer from uh, Fresno State. I thought that was a very good hire coach. Um, especially since, I mean, they're not paying top dollar for DeBoer. He's getting paid, I mean, pretty well. Uh, but compared to some other top coaches, he may be a great bargain. I thought he was a very good hire for Washington and much better than uh, the Jimmy Lake uh, fiasco the last two years. So I think it's just as important up in the north to get Washington back up to speed. Oregon has brought Lanning and Dan Lanning from Georgia uh, amidst a lot of hype. Uh, we'll see how that works, uh, but of course he was a decorated defensive coordinator for the national championship team. Um, one other note, though, I mean, I think the last two years, um, the COVID, I know it's affected everybody. I think in general it affected the Pac-12 a bit more. Certainly two years ago when you were cut that season down in half, and some teams didn't even play that much. I mean, three, four games with some of the teams. So throw out 2020, but it still lingered in the last season. And a team like Cal, I mean, it, was, it's, it has screwed up Cal for two years here, and they didn't really have a full spring practice even last year, and it really messed up the 2020 season and then many COVID absences last year. So, And there's some other teams, too, that got impacted by the COVID, I think more than some other leagues did. Um, and so hopefully that's behind everybody now and that will not be a factor here in 2022 at least i hope not and uh, some of the new coaches in and uh, getting some traditional powers back up to speed also i think it's very important that ucla is competitive in the league too and, and i think chip's got them on the right track this is a big year for chip though uh and uh with his buyout reducing after this year and there's an ad in there who didn't hire him um it's big but i, I think it's almost as important for ucla to be uh, strong in this league is SC, and this might be a year where they're both good. You know, when you take a look at UCLA, a lot of people are, there's not much talk about UCLA, but as you mentioned, they finished strong last year. Their bowl, gum, bowl game, unfortunately, was uh, canceled against North Carolina State, but their three first games should be automatically three wins. Now, I don't know if that hurts them or helps them as far as preparing themselves for the conference play. But they finished up strong, and they can run the football, and they got their quarterback back, and they're, they're somebody that could sneak up on everybody. Yeah, I think UCLA is getting very overlooked, and we talked about season wins before. They got UCLA sitting eight, eight and a half in most 
sports books in Vegas. I think that's a little low, and it, part of it is that schedule you mentioned. Let me address that for a second. I mean, Bowling Green, Alabama State, South Alabama. Um, you listen, UCLA at one point, Coach, you remember as well as I do, they used to have they scheduled as tough as anybody in the country. Uh, there was a year, 1983, UCLA played four non-conference teams, <laughs> Nebraska, Georgia, BYU, and Illinois in the Rose Bowl. They all ended up in the top ten nationally. So, I mean, there's a, and there's other years, too, where they just they really went through a meat grinder. I, I don't like that they've downgraded this so much this year. Now, having said that, they did have a home-and-home home scheduled with Michigan. Michigan pulled out of it. Um, and uh, they had to go scrambling for a replacement, and they came up with the FCS for Alabama State. I think they bring they go North Carolina A&T next year. They have never played a lower-tier uh, school uh, in history, UCLA, and along with USC and Notre Dame, the only two major schools that haven't. Scratch UCLA from that list now. And I know there's a feel-good play in HBCU school like Alabama State, but, you know, Bowling Green, South Alabama, they don't play any Power 5 schools. I don't like that. Nonetheless, they'll win those three games. And the fact DTR came back at quarterback, when there was talk that Rattler from Oklahoma might transfer there, that Gabriel from UCF might transfer there, I mean, I thought for sure Robinson would leave, but he stuck around. I think that says something. And if he can stay healthy, that's the big if for them. He hasn't really been able to stay 12 games healthy. He missed the Utah game and a couple of others last year. But, I mean, this this could be the best player in the league. He's a dynamic force. UCLA can run. Charbonnet is back and running back. Key on the defense, they got a new coordinator uh, in there, Bill McGovern, who has been NFL experience. Chip knows him from there. Uh, UCLA sitting here is a really nice dark horse this year, so I would keep an eye on the Bruins, and they should start fast. I think they're going to be 5-0 and by the time they hit Utah in the Rose Bowl, October 8th, and that is going to be a real feature game that weekend, October 8th. Well, Bruce, we're both on the same page there, but we've got to take a short time out here on USC Trojan Talk. Again, our guest is Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet. And, again, uh, we told you a little bit about the Gold Sheet, and I'll, have you tell, I'll let him tell you a little bit more about it on how you can go to the website. After we take this break, uh, we want to welcome all of you in the Inland Empire on Saturday morning on AM 1490 on your dial. Year-round, 11 to 12, and also in Las Vegas, we want to thank Terrible Herps and, and Miller Coors for the sponsorship of USC Trojan Talk. And our, spe- our segment sponsor was has been Mercedes-Benz of Henderson, proud sponsors of USC Trojan Talk. Contact Jim Chase and himself, the general manager, for uh, all your pricey plans. Call him at 702-485-3000. That's 702 702- 485-3000 or go to www.mb of Henderson. I'm Harvey Hyde with Bruce Marshall. Fight on, everybody. We'll be right back in Las Vegas. Hi, I'm Coach Harvey Hyde. Follow me on the Twitter all the time. That's at Coach Harvey Hyde. At Coach Harvey Hyde. I'll be waiting to get back to you. Through the years, Terribles has created deliberately different programs for our loyal customers, such as Gas for Life, Game Day Giveaway, and many more. And now, Terribles is excited to introduce the all-new Shop, Spin, and Win game, exclusively on the Terribles Social House app. Just scan your app reward code while making a qualifying purchase at any participating Terribles location and Shop, Spin, and Win directly from your phone. Looks like I'm going to see you at Terribles, right? Terribles. Deliberately different since 1959. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones, Jr., and I'm proud to be a Trojan. 
There's nothing like the winning tradition of the Cardinal and Gold, and I believe those same high standards of discipline, hard work, and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. You work hard for your business. You need a bank that understands your business. Let Metals Bank be your business partner for all your banking needs. We are a full-service community bank with competitive loan and deposit products and services. We're also a preferred lender for SBA, 7A, and 504 loan programs. The experienced team at Meadows Bank will give you the services you need with the reliability you can depend on throughout branches in Las Vegas, Henderson, Reno, Pahrump, and now in Phoenix, Arizona. Call our friendly, knowledgeable staff today at 702 702- 471 bank that is 702-471-2265 or use our convenient online banking service at meadowsbank.bank meadows bank where your business is our business pizza 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 if you're like me pizza is not just a food it's a way of life and the folks at setabello pizza get every detail just right homemade dough made daily and hand tossed extra virgin olive oil, freshly chopped tomatoes and basil, and generous portions of mozzarella cheese with a dizzying array of toppings. Join me at one of their two area locations, one at Green Valley Parkway, another one at Fort Apache and Sahara. No time to dine out? No problem. Order today and take it to go at setabello.net. That's setabello.net. Setabello Pizza, when only the best will do. Have you heard about Standish Law? Yes, Standish Law, Las Vegas' premier family law firm. Ranked among the top ten in client satisfaction by the American Institute of Family Lawyers and proud to be rebel sponsors. If you are going through a divorce, you want them on your side. Schedule your appointment at standislaw.com. That's standislaw.com or call 702-998-9344. The Klondike Casino is getting ready for the football season. Yes, it's in Henderson, just west of Boulder Highway, 444 West Sunset Road. How about some of the football contests? The Gridiron Gold Rush Football Pick'em Contest. Play for free every week at the Klondike. The William Hill Sportsbook Football Contest. $1.2 million in available prizes. Play two contests a week at the Klondike and double your chances. A great place to gather with friends. Enjoy a meal at the Klondike Grill, serving up fresh food fast. All the games you love from the strip in the comfort of a neighborhood casino with great rewards from the Players Club. Game day is every day at the Klondike Casino. Welcome to Allstate, where we bring it all together. And bundling your home and auto is good, right? And it saves you up to 25%. Allstate, here, better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. State uh, Family Agency at 702 Savings at enrollment. 
Well, welcome back to USC Trojan Talk, live in Las Vegas, Nevada, on this beautiful Thursday evening, brought to us all by Terrible Herbs and Miller Coors. In the Inland Empire, we welcome all of you on a Saturday morning on AM 1490 on your dial as college football gets started. So why not have a college football expert with us? That's Bruce Marshall for the Gold Sheet. Bruce, we uh, introduced the Gold Sheet to a lot of people today. A lot of people know about the Gold Sheet, but what's your website and how can they go to it and get some of this value information like you're giving us tonight? Thanks, Coach. Check us out online, goldsheet.com. You can buy everything there, read some of the stories I write. And we got, uh, of course, NFL starting up there pretty soon as well. So every week, Gold Sheet comes out on Tuesday. Goldsheet.com. My picks are up there. Also, Vegas Insider and DonBest.com. Thank you very much, Bruce. Bruce, uh, let's wrap up the Pac-12 here, but let's finish it with this type of thought. If you were to select a team currently right now, or two teams that would play in the Pac-12 championship game, uh, you look at the South, I would say the South Division's a little bit stronger than the North. Who would come out of the South, and who would you pick in the North? I'd probably pick um, Utah in the South. Though I I really think UCLA is a dark horse here, and I would not be surprised to see UCLA be the team they get both Utah and USC at the Rose Bowl this year. So actually, I'm going to stick my neck out and say UCLA. Okay, I would call for a little upset. The North very wide open. Um, Oregon probably the favorite uh, because just where they've been. Although with a new coach, there's a little bit of an iffy there. So a weak vote for Oregon. Um, I would keep an eye. Um, Washington State, uh, interesting. They seem to really respond to Jake Dickert, the new coach last year. The interim, he came in and stuck. And I think Cal might be a team to watch this year. We mentioned all the disruptions they've had with the COVID the last couple of years. But I'm very high on Justin Wilcox. Uh, we know their defense is going to be good. They just get the offense moving a little bit more. You know, I, we heard he was Oregon's first choice. He's a Oregon alum, and uh, he decided he wanted to stay at Berkeley instead of taking Eugene. Uh, so Cal's my dark horse in the north, but I think slight favorite Oregon. All right. Well, thank you very much for that, and uh, we'll see if that happens, Bruce. When we do our show at the end of the year, when we go through the bowl games, you might be uh, hearing me say, Bruce, you are right on with your selection. Bruce, let's talk a little bit since we're uh, in Las Vegas, too. This is USC Trojan Talk, but, of course, uh, you know, the UNLV Rebels, they play Notre Dame, and Notre Dame comes to Las Vegas to play BYU. So let's talk about the Mountain West Conference for a moment. Last year in bowl games, 5-0. and Do people underestimate the Mountain West Conference in your thought? I think so, Coach, and uh, very underrated. And uh, I, I like many of the coaches in this league still. And uh, And that was, you know, last year, um, you know, without Boise being a, uh, you know, a, a participant in there, um, and uh, they figure to perhaps bounce back, um, and uh, Jay Norvell has moved from Nevada over to Colorado State, they could certainly bounce back. San Jose had a lot of injuries last year. Two years ago, they were really good in the COVID year, but uh, credit Coach Brennan uh, for that. And I believe, Coach, that Air Force could run the table this year. And I think they might be that good. I'm a big Troy Calhoun fan. I know you are, too. And looking at the schedule for them, I, I think there's a chance 12-0, and and this team's going to be ranked top 15, maybe a little better than that by the end of the year. I think there's a real chance Air Force could have a special year. Well, they certainly uh, could. They, uh, they're always a team that's difficult to beat. You can never assume you have a victory against uh, 
the Air Force Academy, no matter who they're playing. But then again, last year in the Mountain West Conference, too, you look at San Diego State. San Diego State beat Arizona and beat Utah at Utah. You take UCLA, they barely lost to Oregon and beat UCLA in the Rose Bowl. So uh, the Mountain West Conference uh, t- schedule, and then when you talk about the Mountain West Conference, you've got to look at the Pac-12 under its current situation. Do you think teams from the Mountain West Conference will be considered as far as we're going into the Pac-12? Um, as a last resort, perhaps. Um, we know San Diego State, by the way, is back in San Diego this year. The last two years they played the games up in Carson, uh, 110 miles from campus. So they've got the new stadium uh, right where next to where uh, Qualcomm uh, Jack Murphy used to be, right in Mission Valley there. So they're all excited about that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think the Mountain West is uh, is uh, possibly you, you look at teams that could maybe be absorbed. San Diego State gets some mention, uh, but I think there's there's a couple of problems in the Pac-12, and I'm not sure if you need a unanimous vote. But if Stanford and Cal are going to be a, a problem, um, because we listen, you've had, it was pulling teeth in the 70s to get Stanford and Cal to let the Arizona schools in, as you remember. Um, and there's, you know, this whole UC and then the Stanford with the private school thing. They're not, you know, they kind of look down upon the Cal States. That's just a fact of life. So I'm not sure that they would do it. Um, they talk about Boise. I don't know. Does it, They don't move the TV needle enough. I don't think UNLV is, if the football program would ever get going there, um, you know, that's a long shot possibility, but I think it'd be very remote for the Mountain West to uh, get absorbed in there. But I don't know that that's a bad thing for the Mountain West. I think, but, you know, they, there's a pretty good history here. They've got good rivalries, and you can flourish at that level. I think, uh, look across the country at the Sun Belt, what they've done. Really creative, and they've sort of created their own niche there, and there's some good history and the rivalries there, and I think uh, the Mountain West. Doesn't have to do a whole heck of a lot here uh, if they you know, to, to 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 keep uh, uh, viable, and uh, uh, I, I think it's kind of a long shot. They any of them get absorbed in the Pac-12. You know, a community that I think is going to make a run at it. And this is, of course, I don't know, but I think Fresno State's going to make a run at getting into the Pac-12. That there is an opening for them. They yeah. always uh, draw. Top big crowds. They've got a great team yep. coming back. A lot of starters. They got Steve Tedford back as their football coach. Yep. Uh, they've got a, a stadium that uh, normally is uh, full. I yep. know they don't have a great, what do you say, populated area, but they're big football fans. They're not afraid to play anybody. They do every year. Yep. They play SC again this year. They come down and play UCLA. They'll play anybody. Uh, I would think they would have a pretty good case. They would, and from a fundamental, I mean, a football point of view, they would. Um, and, uh, by the way, I had heard that uh, they they would have played UCLA this year again, too, <laughs> when UCLA was looking around after Michigan backed out. Um, but UCLA wanted no part of them after beating the Bruins last year at the Rose Bowl, like you mentioned. Uh, but so much of this stuff is moved by uh, the TV and the, the uh, TV sets and TV ratings. The, the one note is that in the Pac-12, um, these, uh, the TV calculations are funny. I mean, I mean, you'd think even UNLV, it's a, it's a growing market in Las Vegas, but the, the Pac-12 already thinks it's got a little part of that U, uh, Las Vegas market. And bringing UNLV in, I don't think would move the needle too much. And 
San Diego is a little bit bigger market, and that's a possibility. That's where Fresno is going to have a problem, though. And all, all this stuff, it comes down to TV sets and, and TV contracts and all that. And does Fresno help them as much? That it's, I don't know. Uh, but that's where these leagues are looking at right now. And listen, Big Ten showed us how that is. I mean, Rutgers and Maryland made sense only because they opened up TV markets for them. And that's why they came in there. So that's sort of the name of the game. And you're going to have to tell you guys, I mean, SAUCLA, LA, Big Ten, that was the deal. So uh, it's all about TV sets, too. Bruce, uh, let's take a timeout, and when we come back, I'm going to talk to you about some of this weekend's games and see how you and the Gold Sheet look at these games. We've got some huge games as far as the opening weekend that I'm interested to hear exactly how you feel about it, and uh, you've spent a lot of time in analyzing them. So let's do that after we take this short timeout on USC Trojan Talk. Again, we want to thank Budget Car and Truck Rental in Las Vegas for partial uh, sponsorship of our show, and that's... Uh, their phone number locally is 702-736-1212. That's 702-736-1212. That's where I go for my cards. And again, we want to welcome all of you in the Inland Empire on AM 1490 on your dial every Saturday morning and live in Las Vegas on a Thursday night. We thank Terrible Herps and Miller Coors for their sponsorship of USC Trojan Talk. Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet. I'm Harvey Hyde. We'll be right back. the years, Terribles has created deliberately different programs for our loyal customers, such as Gas for Life, Game Day Giveaway, and many more. And now, Terribles is excited to introduce the all-new Shop, Spin, and Win game, exclusively on the Terribles Social House app. Just scan your app award code while making a qualifying purchase at any participating Terribles location and Shop, Spin, and Win directly from your phone. Looks like I'm going to see you at Terribles, right? Terribles. Deliberately different since 1959. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones Jr., and I'm proud to be a Trojan. There's nothing like the winning tradition of the Cardinal and Gold, and I believe those same high standards of discipline, hard work, and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. Dogs Brewing Company is proud to be Las Vegas's original hometown brewery since 1993. Our handcrafted beers are brewed fresh daily at Big Dogs Draft House by our team of award-winning brewers. Big Dogs Brews are now available in cans at major retailers like Lee's Discount Liquor, Total Wine and More, Whole Foods Markets, Smith's, Albertsons, Terrible Stations, and more. Big Dogs beers are available on draft at select restaurants and bars around Las Vegas. Ask for Big Dogs Brews by name. Visit us at BigDogsBrews.com to track down our local, award-winning, handcrafted brews or stop by Big Dogs Draft House to sample a full range of our classic seasonal and specialty ales. Drink fresh, drink local, drink Big Dogs. Pizza, pizza, pizza. 
If you're like me, pizza's not just a food, it's a way of life. And the folks at Cetabello Pizza get every detail just right. Homemade dough made daily and hand-tossed. Extra virgin olive oil, freshly chopped tomatoes and basil, and generous portions of mozzarella cheese with a dizzying array of toppings. Join me at one of their two area locations, one at Green Valley Parkway, another one at Fort Apache and Sahara. No time to dine out? No problem. Order today and take it to go at setabello.net. That's setabello.net. Setabello Pizza, when only the best will do. Welcome to Allstate, where we bring it all together. And bundling your home and auto is good, right? And it saves you up to 25%. Allstate. Here, better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Bundled savings discounts will vary by state. Saving up to 25% is a countrywide average of savings off the home policy. Combining the multiple policy discount for having auto insurance with Allstate and the welcome discount savings at enrollment. Klondike Casino is getting ready for the football season. Yes, it's in Henderson, just west of Boulder Highway, 444 West Sunset Road. How about some of the football contests? The Gridiron Gold Rush Football Pick'em Contest. Play for free every week at the Klondike. The William Hill Sports Book Football Contest. $1.2 million in available prizes. Play two contests a week at the Klondike and double your chances. A great place to gather with friends. Enjoy a meal at the Klondike Grill, serving up fresh food back. All the games you love from the strip in the comfort of a neighborhood with great rewards from the Players Club. Game day is every day at the Klondike Casino. Well, welcome back to USC Trojan Talk Live in Las Vegas, Nevada. We want to thank Terrible Herbs and Miller Coors for the sponsorship of our Weekly show, and again, at the Inland Empire, we welcome all of you on Saturday morning on AM 1490 on your dial. That's KMET Radio. Bruce Marshall joins us tonight and this morning on the USC Trojan Talk. Bruce is with the Gold Sheet, and the Gold Sheet has a great history of not only knowing its business as far as, as you can tell when you listen to Bruce, if you've been with us the entire hour, but also selecting games, and they have a great service. Bruce, let's talk about a couple of the games. I know you've spent a lot of time on them, and they're huge as far as opening games. There'll be a huge audience watching these games. Why don't we start with uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes and Notre Dame. Your thoughts on that game? Wow, this is big. You know, in regular season, they have only met twice in 86 years, and uh, they had a couple bowl games in the Fiesta in this uh, millennium here, but uh, this is rare. Um and Marcus Freeman, sort of his first game, he was in place for the bowl game for Notre Dame against Oklahoma State. What an opener here. Uh, Ohio State is loaded again. Uh, and this offense, C.J. Stroud, the quarterback, back Smith and Jig with a wide out. That's quite a pair. Ask Utah about that in the Rose Bowl. The key for Ohio State is that Coach Ryan Day, less than last year, Ohio State's defense was not great. And it kind of caught up with Ohio State just trying to outscore everybody. They couldn't outscore Oregon or Michigan, and uh, they barely outscored Utah in the uh, Rose Bowl. Jim Knowles comes in from Oklahoma State, accomplished defensive coordinator, uh, master of the blitzes. Interestingly, Notre Dame played against Knowles' defense in the um, uh, Fiesta Bowl last year, uh, though I think Knowles may have already left his post, but it was still his design defense. So the key for Notre Dame is the non-quarterback Buckner, um, who was actually from down in uh, San Diego way. And very mobile, a little bit more like Ian Book two years ago than uh, Jack Cohn from last year. He might be more mobile than Book even was. 
Uh, I think Notre Dame can not embarrass itself here. 35-24, score forecast Ohio State. Um, this is still Notre Dame. Uh, Freeman's getting a lot of positive reviews. Uh, the players really seem to have bought in. Uh, we'll see how far that goes. This is a tough opener. But I need a little bit more convincing on Ohio State's defense uh, because that was down, that was subpar. Maybe Knowles helps them out. But Ryan Day has not been a super great point spread coach. Uh, he's only 11-13 and 13 his last 24 against the number. Yeah, you take Notre Dame here. I think that might be worth a look. All right, let's take a look at the Pac-12 uh, because a couple of big games, huge games. How about Utah? The Utes are going to uh, Gatorville. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, very interesting. How about this connection, remember? Remember your Urban Meyer went from Utah to Florida once upon a time, and what happened after Meyer went? Kyle Whittingham got promoted from defensive coordinator to head coach right about the time Mike Sanford got hired at UNLV off the Utah staff. So there's a little connection here between the schools. Um, and uh, once Kyle Whittingham, who I, there's a lot of people thought if he won the Rose Bowl, he might have retired after last year. So he's coming back for another go. Uh, but when he put Rising in at quarterback, that's an all last year turned around for the Utes. Uh, and he was good. Now, he might miss Kobe, the top wideout from last year. It was a real big play threat. But uh, Whittingham's team's always solid. They're a slight favorite down here. Billy Napier's first game is Florida coach. Uh, Nick Saban, disciple, a lot of success at Louisiana Lafayette the last few years, uh, and very selective on the jobs he wanted. He's a Jimmy Sexton client. Florida came open, and he jumped. Uh, he's going to use Richardson, the quarterback. A lot of people thought Dan Mullen erred last year by not going to Richardson earlier in the year. He was kind of going back and forth between him and Emory Jones, and that fell apart for Florida. But uh, from what we can tell, Utah was a very solid team by the end of last year. Until we get a little bit more evidence that Napier's got Florida back on the ascent, we're going to lean a little bit to Utah here, although this is tricky. We had a 30-23 Utes in the gold sheet. I don't think that's a, our strongest pick of the week, but uh, we'll out of respect for Whittingham giving the look. All right, real quickly now, we've got to talk about the Ducks going down to Georgia. I'll tell you, uh, can the Ducks go down there and surprise Georgia at the national champions? I don't think so, even though Dan Lanning, their coach, comes from the Georgia staff. Bo Nix, the new quarterback, had been at Auburn. He's faced Georgia. Not too well, though. Ten points per game against Georgia the last three years. I know it's a lot of new faces on Georgia's defense, but from what we hear, Kirby is Alabama-like there now. It's an assembly line. They'll plug in new defenders. Will Muschamp's his new defensive coordinator. I think it's a very tough spot for the Ducks here, and I'm not a big Bo Nix fan. 34-13, we took Georgia down there in Atlanta on this Saturday. Again, uh, Bruce, again from the Gold Sheet. Make sure you go to the Gold Sheet. One more time, quickly, Bruce, your web uh, your, your webpage and where, how they get to it. Goldsheet.com. Everything's up there. Check us out, goldsheet.com. Bruce Marshall has joined us. Bruce, I'll tell you, this is the fastest hour in radio. I love every minute of it. Bruce <laughs> will be back before the bowl games uh, this year. We'll talk about some of the big bowl games with Bruce. So Bruce, we all want to wish you a great season. Thank you very much for taking time. You're a busy guy to join us here on USC Trojan Talk. Always fun. My pleasure, Coach. Talk to you down the road. Thank you very much, Bruce Marshall. Again, Bruce, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us in the Inland Empire on Saturday morning on AM 1490 on your dial. Have a great day out there. Enjoy college football. And live in Las Vegas, Nevada, we want to thank Terrible Herbs and also Miller Coors for the sponsorship of USC Trojan Talk. Justin in the studio, we thank you for all your hard work. I want to thank you, our listeners out there, and we say one thing as we end every show. No matter what happens, we hope your team wins. I'm Harvey Hyde. Good night, everyone.